All right, Rob, this is such a sweet cabin. We, we are like away from everybody. This is going to be a great weekend, Rob. Just yeah. chilling and relaxing. And I, like, out, um, about a mile out back, I was walking through the woods earlier today and I saw they've got a tire swing over like a swimming hole. So I definitely want to try that out and like jump in this, jump in this water. Oh, it's just so nice out here. Like I needed a break from like civilization. Like I just like regroup, yeah. unwind. This is pretty sweet. So many people. And it's like, I, I think I could live out here for an entire summer or winter maybe. Oh yeah, this is great. This is really cool. And then, so this is like your uncle's cabin and he's not going to be up here at all. Like we've got this. Yeah. He doesn't use this much. Well, actually he doesn't like anybody coming up here. I kind of, oh. I kind of snagged the keys the last time I went to visit him and it's like, I know he doesn't use it. So I figured, well, if he, you know, he's not going to know we're here, so we could just clean up after ourselves and, you know. Oh, sweet. So yeah. like. No one's going to bother us. This is like a total break from people. This yeah. is great. This is Basically, great. to the outside world, we do not exist. Nobody knows we're here. And, you know, if anything happens, uh, they won't be coming looking for us because they're not going to know where we are. Pretty cool. Except for the pizza delivery guy who I bribed with a $20 tip. Oh, sweet. Always mm -hmm. thinking, man. Always thinking. You know, I, you can leave civilization, but you can't like leave all the amenities behind. So he's delivering the pizza and I had him bring some sodas with him. So. Nice, nice. So he's got the Dr. Pepper, right? Yeah, I, I got you covered, my friend. All right. Actually, cool. he should be here because I actually thought ahead and I ordered this way early and set up the time. So he should be here like, I think I hear him now, like on the porch. Yeah, I, I thought I heard somebody coming up the steps. Yep. There yep. he is. Awesome. So what? Oh, now I know we're out here, you know, but just make sure it's him because still, you know, it could be like, you know, the hills have eyes kind of thing. So oh, yeah, that, sure that's, you know, I'm going to be worried about that all night now, but let me just open <laughs> the blinds. Yeah. Um, oh, does it take two people to carry a pizza? I would normally say no, but I, is that a person? It looks, that does not look like a per. Did he bring a pet with him? I don't, I what don't want hair hell? in my food. What is that? Oh, shit. Oh, oh my God. Oh, 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 man. Oh, no. This, oh, there's blood everywhere. Oh, the box is still sealed with the pizza. Oh, oh, oh. He just, he just shoved a two liter inside of his throat hole. Oh my God! Oh, oh, the, oh. oh that's gruesome. Ah. Oh, I don't. Oh, okay, I, so the thing. Oh, it's gone. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh my I, God, Rob. That he's not gonna be leaving. He, I think he's dead. I think our delivery man is deceased on our porch. There, there's an arm hanging from the light. Um, this is, this is disgusting. I yeah, don't. That's what pretty was close. that thing? I don't. What was that? I'd have to say like that's either like a hills have eyes type situation or that was we came face to face with a very angry Bigfoot. Ooh, okay, but uh, now okay, I it's pretty quiet and I'm still I know it's a life gone and he probably had a family, but I'm still so hungry, Rob. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I, that pizza looks salvageable and there's still a 2 liter bottle that doesn't have blood on it. Yeah, I think um, if we just crack the door, it's not going to come back. I think it's, it doesn't even know we're in here. 
No, probably not because we we haven't been making a lot of noise. No, we've been pretty quiet. Yeah, yeah. I think if we crack the door, we could just kind of reach out and grab that pizza and get that soda in here and still, you know, make the best of a bad situation. You know what? I think you're right. And uh, I think that's what the pizza delivery guy would want. You know, I think so, too. He seemed fairly dedicated before he had his, you know, throat ripped open and his limbs torn off. Yeah, he he was yeah. definitely. Let's uh, let's uh, eat the pizza and drink some soda in his memory. To, in his memory. Okay, yes, I'm okay to, with this. So let's just him. yeah, get this door open a little bit. Okay. set up anything moves up in here brian tober's gonna catch what is that get the lights get the lights get the lights there's no credible documented cases of a sasquatch attack shut up about a sasquatch it's okay there's nothing out here all you midnight mass creature cast fans out there we thank you once again for joining us this time we're going to be heading out to the forest to do some cryptid investigating i am mark and i'm always joined by the ever awesome i'm rob and uh (laughs) now you know what that does to me so be careful oh okay sorry about that (laughs) it scares me um (laughs) we're going to be covering exists from 2014 so way back when we did Boggy Creek, I was talking about another Bigfoot movie that is the exact opposite, I think, in tone of Boggy Creek. Uh, <laughs> it amps up the Bigfoot action, but I could not remember the name of it. And it, of course, is exists. Uh, so I thought instead of just talking about it briefly, we should actually cover it. Yeah. Uh, so this one is my pick. Yep. And what a wild ride. Now, okay, so... 
Um, I first saw it back in 2014. Um, I watched it a couple of times, actually. Uh, I watched it with Walter, and then uh, my son is really into cryptids like I am, so I watched it with him, and I've maybe seen it once or twice after that, but it's been a while ago, and then I revisited for this uh, podcast recording. Um, And then I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that you've probably not seen it until you watched it. Am I right? You're right. Like the first time that I saw it was last night or no, Friday night. Okay. Um, yeah. And I didn't know what I was in for, but I trust your judgment on these things. And so it turned out pretty good. Okay. The only thing I want to say up front, I had forgotten the whole like shaky cam aspect of it because that is a a subgenre that I'm not <laughs> yeah. fond of at that, all. Uh, it did remind me of another film. Did you see, um, I think it's Afflicted, where those people go on a trip in Europe and one guy gets bitten by a vampire? Yes, okay. I think so, yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it reminds me of that like shaky camera found footage type deal. Yeah, so I apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, I did not, it started, and I actually thought, was this the wrong movie when it started? And then as it got into it, I'm like, no, this is the right one. I just forgot that whole element of the film. Um, now, real quick, though, it makes sense because our director is Eduardo Sanchez, who brought us like the granddaddy of found footage, the Blair Witch Project from 1999. Okay, so that does make sense. Yes. Ooh. Now, because there was a lot of... Uh... Oh yeah, a lot of Blair Witch style um, night night camera type footage going on there. Yeah, now, so Blair Witch was nineteen ninety nine. Um, I I was kind of caught up in the whole. Now wait, you've seen the Blair Witch, do you, right? Oh yeah, yep. Okay, now were you familiar with the whole internet stuff leading up to the Blair Witch movie? No, I was not. Oh, okay. So just really quick, I was all into the internet stuff because they were presenting it like it was a real thing. These three people had disappeared. Um, It was just a mystery. They had found the footage and everything. And they were really presenting it like this was factual. I was hooked. I was a moron. The internet was kind of sort of new. I was following this along like I was into (laughs) this thing. I, I, I was... So excited for that movie. Um, I saw it like opening night. Like I was, I was there. I took my son, you know, he was into it. We were following along everything. He was very young. Um, now, are you a fan of Blair Witch? I am. Yes. Okay. So I think at the out- time it was one of the scariest movies I had seen. Okay. So, and you're still my friend. You always will be. Um, and I hope that everyone before you get mad realizes that everyone's opinion is valid, even though it may be different than your own. Okay. So we're sitting there, we're watching this and next to me are these two teenage, maybe early 20 girls. So I'm watching this and, you know, I'm kind of like, look, giving my son the side eye and he's looking at me and I'm thinking, what is this shit? And the girls are literally hysterical and crying and clutching each other. And they slid from their chairs and they're watching this from the floor. And I'm thinking, are we seeing the same film? My goodness. 
once it was over, I thought, I'm going to kill everyone involved and demand my money back. <laughs> I hated that movie. I'm still not a fan of the movie. I just, I just did not like it at all. So fast forward to this film, and he did another movie called Altered, um, which involves like alien invasion, which is also very good. I like that one quite a bit. And then he also did another movie called Lovely Molly from 2011. But this movie and the other movie Altered, which I mentioned, more than make up, in my opinion, for the money that I paid for the Blair Witch and how just appalled I was by the whole experience. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, but yeah, I just, but that also brought in that whole like shaky cam and everything. And I'll be honest with you. I can't take a lot of that shaky cam stuff. Like there's like a Cloverfield that actually physically makes me sick. Yes. I was just going to bring that up because when you mentioned the shaky cam, I was going to talk about Cloverfield and how it made me very dizzy at one point. And I just, I, I was sitting on the couch watching it and I thought I had fallen off of the couch because there was just, the camera was spinning and all of a sudden my equilibrium just went. Yeah. I had, I have that feeling in a lot of films like this. I also, and this is one of those films. Okay. Exist is, you know, that's, that's the little like gimmick they're hanging their hat on. Mm -hmm. Um, Excuse me. Um, But I don't, quite understand why so many films choose to do that other than it's like a way to get around like it's a way to make a uh maybe a lower budget film look better than it maybe is but a lot of the like this one i thought you could have told this film the story just by shooting the movie you did not need that aspect of the camera thing yeah that's true yeah. So anyway, okay. So what so what we have here are five individuals who have gone to their uncle's cabin, a very secluded cabin. One of them is a YouTuber. And so he's the one who's basically recording everything. He set up cameras all over the property. He's got his little GoPro. He sets everyone up with little GoPros. His name is Ryan. Um we have Ryan and we have I sorry, Brian. I'm going to do that all the time because I thought through the whole movie, his name was Ryan. It's Brian. I apologize. (laughs) Brian um, and his brother, Matt. Um, Brian is like the odd man out. Brian has no love interest. Um, Matt has Dora, his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And then Matt has brought along his friend, Todd. And Todd has his girlfriend, Liz. Yep. Now... (laughs) To keep everything straight in my head, Matt is the dark-haired one. He is Caucasian. Ryan, his brother, he has a beard. He's also Caucasian. Todd is our lone African-American. Todd's girlfriend is Liz with the, she's Caucasian, with the straight hair. Matt's girlfriend is Dora with the curly hair. Oh, my goodness. And I was smitten with her from the, the first time I saw her. Oh, Dora. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. She's like, All she's right. the cutest girl in this movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so very quickly, because none of these people have a large uh, that I could tell that I've films that I've seen. Um, uh, 
portfolio of, 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 of movies to choose from. So Matt is Samuel Davis. He was in Machete Kills with Danny Trejo from 2013. And then he was in Cabin Fever from 2016. Now, oh, wait, was Cabin oh. Fever a remake? Because I remember yes, Cabin yeah. Fever from earlier on. In- yeah, yeah, it was a remake. Okay. Yeah. And then Brian is Chris Osborne, and that's the one who's basically recording everything. Dora is actually Dora Madison Berg, B-U-R-G-E. She was in Dark Places from 2015 and then VFW from 2019. Um, VFW is a lot of fun. Um, and then we have uh, Todd is Roger Edwards. There was nothing I was familiar with this uh, thespian being in. And then Liz, who's actually Elizabeth, but they usually call her Liz, is Denise Williamson. Now, when we when you and I did Boggy Creek, mm-hmm. Walter had brought up that there was a remake from 2010. She's actually in the remake. I've never seen it, but she's in the remake. Oh, no way. Yes. And she starred in Dark Places along with Dora from 2015. Okay. Now, our Bigfoot is played by Brian Steele. And he looks like, just from this photo alone, he looks terrifying. Yeah. Well, he was in The Relic. He's done lots of creatures. He was in The Relic. He was in Underworld. And he was in, uh, not as the same character, but he was in other Underworld films in the series. Oh, yeah. Um, I see that. Um, Okay. He was actually, he played uh, William the Werewolf, which is like the the White Wolf, I think, um, from Underworld Awakening. No, okay. sorry, not a, Underworld Evolution. My bad. Um, he was in the movie Predators. He was Be- yeah, Berserker Predators. Predator and Falconer mm-hmm. Predator. Ooh, he played Samael in Hellboy. That's cool. Well, he was also in one called The Empty Man from 2020. Which have you seen that one? No, I haven't. Rob, it's so good. It's so good. Um, I believe that the company that made it, if I, I hope I'm telling this right, they kind of were bought over. Was it when Disney brought it, bought it or something, but they were purchased by another company right as the film was ready to come out. So they just kind of dropped it, but it's really good. It's really oh, creepy. It's shit. a little on the long side, but Rob, I it's good. I think you'll like it. I really think you would enjoy it. He must be a really tall guy. Dom, did you see Dylan dog dead of night? No. Oh, okay. And that he played the tattooed zombie and he also played Belial, who uh, Dylan Dog fought at the end of the film. Um, and oh, those, okay. Like, these are all physically imposing characters. Like, so he must yeah, be a giant. Yeah, I'm assuming he's a bigger guy. Yeah. yeah. And he was also the robot in the Lost in Space reboot that they did. Um, it started in 2018 and ran through 2021, which oh, I really sick. like. That I love too. that robot. That's like the best version of uh, the robot. Oh, you watched that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, I loved it because I love Parker Posey and I thought she was really good. She's yeah, crazy Parker in that Posey show. is great. <laughs> yeah. And then the only other character really is Uncle Bob, who owns the cabin, and that's uh, JP or Jeff Schwan. And he was in Sin City from 2005. Doesn't he look it like, okay, I thought that was Jeff Fahey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> because when he comes running with the beard and the cowboy hat or whatever that was, I was like, is that Jeff Fahey? That's funny. Because it it does look like him, but it's not. It's <laughs> it, but it is not. No, it's it's Mr. Schwan. Okay. Which I like Mr. Schwan. Anyway, um, and then just really quick, because I don't want to speak for you, but I thought the creature was pretty darn cool. 
Oh, it was. They did the makeup department of whoever that may be. And plus, like I said, this guy, Brian Steele, is like very terrifying looking without yeah. makeup on. And so like him being the Bigfoot, it, it makes sense. They did a great job. Yeah. So the creature effects designer was Mike Elizalde. E-L-I-Z-A-L-D-E. And I apologize if I mispronounced that because you do great work. And then the creature effects, a creature makeup, creatures and makeup effects were done by spectral motion. And I just really kudos to them because for what this is, they did a pretty kick-ass job, I think. Yeah. Th and this seems to be mostly all practical effects. I don't, I didn't notice any parts where there was a lot of CG overdoing. Um, you know, a lot of the effects are, you get like in the dark shots of, uh, of like a hairy face and, and like a, yeah. a, a very scary tall person. <laughs> it's covered pretty in awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, and I love the setup cause I, you know, stuff like this still appeals to like little Mark because it starts with like in 1967, which was my birthday, 1967, over 3000 Bigfoot sightings were reported. And they're only violent if provoked. Um, so that kind of sets us up where, hey, you know, if you don't poke the bear, mm -hmm. you're okay. But if you do, you're up Shits Creek without a paddle. Yeah. You're up Boggy Creek without a paddle. You're up Boggy Creek, right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where it kicks off that we're going to be recording everything. And this is where I thought, oh, my God, I, I picked the wrong movie. And, oh, my God, I owe Rob a big apology. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but so we've got our vehicle full of friends. Um, and it kind of takes a, I, I felt it took a while to even learn their names. Uh, it did. Yeah. And I'm bad with names to begin with. And so it, it's just like, I was calling a uh, bearded guy, cute girl, uh, you know, just going off of that because I didn't know their names till probably the middle part of the film. And then I was like, okay, this person is named this. And then I started writing down their names. Now, just really quick, did you ever see the two girls make out with each other? No. So in the trailer, and I love when movies do this, in the trailer, and you could tell they were being goofy. It wasn't like they were implying anything, but they make out with each other while just to like mess with uh, Brian while he's filming. But I, I, And when hmm. I saw it, I'm like, I don't remember that in the movie ever. Yeah, that definitely didn't happen in the okay, film that okay, I watched. Yeah. yeah. So basically what they're doing is they are on some sort of uh, trip and you get that little montage showing them pick up like fireworks and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then you're not quite sure who's with who, because it kind of starts with the two, what we learn are brothers in the front. And in the back, you have Todd and the two girls, but the girls are kind of like more smashed together than they're hanging on Todd. So it's like trying to figure out the whole relationship because there's, an odd number of males to females. Not that you have to be like in a heterosexual relationship, just trying to figure this all out. Um, now, how do you feel about them setting Brian's beard on fire repeatedly? I thought that was totally messed up. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like, are they really going to do that? And and it, like, that's actual hair burning. <laughs> so, But you're going to be stuck in the car with that smell. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so... Uh, they're in the car traveling way out to their destination, which we later find out is, uh, their uncle's, uh, cabin, which is super secluded. Uncle Bob's cabin way far out. Um, they're 
luckily have night vision cameras or whatever too, thank goodness. Uh, but they hit something on their way there. Yeah. And wasn't that like, okay, I knew right off the bat that wasn't a, a large hit because it was just kind of like a tiny thunk. Uh-huh. And I was like, ooh, I bet they hit a baby something. Yeah. Uh, like, well, so I, I knew almost immediately. I was like, if they had hit a giant Bigfoot, they would have known. <laughs> right, 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 right. So they all get out and they kind of like investigate. Well, okay. So they get out and they investigate and the, it's kind of like bloody a little bit mm-hmm. and kind of smashed in, but it's not like major damage. So it's not like you hit a deer or, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. But there's also like noises in the forest, which I thought were kind of creepy. Yeah. Like those, uh, woman wailing sounds almost, but yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So they get a little bit further and their, uh, pathway that they can drive on is blocked by like these fallen trees. So they've got to proceed on foot in the dark. Yeah. And right then and there, I'd be like, nope, we're going back. Yes. So, yeah. So anyway, they do get there. Um, The front door itself is unlocked, though, and they're able to go in. But they make that mention that they didn't have to steal the keys anyway. And that's when Matt, like, shoots in the stink eye, like, shut up. Mm, Yeah. So I'm like, huh. And did you notice that cabin looked like it had been used by like college kids because there was like a cooler open and then Dorito bags and everything else all, like littered all around the grounds of the cabin. I was like, what the hell happened here? Right, 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 right. But it's also in bad shape because there's like leaves everywhere. It's filthy. So like, don't in your minds, but oh, the, oh God, we should have said this earlier. We spoil everything. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Uh, but don't <laughs> picture like a clean, nice cabin. It's Filthy. Oh, yeah. That is yeah it's filthy. <laughs> it was left to the elements for far too long. Yes. Yeah. So once inside, in another room, you hear this like kind of like guttural growl noise. Oh, yeah. And I honestly thought that shit was about to go down at that point. Yeah, exactly. But it's not a Bigfoot. It's like a wild like boar pig thing that's got, I guess, trapped in there somehow so that freaks everybody out and they just spend the night in the car yeah that which that was the wild boar that attacked mac on predator right (laughs) he wants more yeah now i what would you have done rob would you have would that have forced you out of the house to the car or would you have stayed in the house um definitely not would have I would have left the house and gone to the car but like not stop there i would have said we're getting the hell out of here Okay. Yes. So if I had to sleep somewhere, like I not to leave, but to sleep, I would have chosen the house. Like I, I don't feel feel nearly as safe in a car as I would a house. Really? Because yeah. that that to house sleep, looked to sleep. That was kind of like the the Boggy Creek house where, you know, anything could get in at any time. Uh, it just seemed very flimsy to me. It does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It seems super flimsy. I totally agree with you. Yeah. It does seem very flimsy. Uh, so while they're in the car, again, we've got, uh, Brian shotgun and his brother Matt up in front and they kind of hear something out in the darkness. Oh shoot. We got to go back. Let me say this. We got to go back. They kind of hear something out in the darkness. Okay. And then Brian decides he's going to roll the window down, which I'm like, don't you dare roll that window down. Oh yeah. That's dumb. Dumb. Yeah. Yeah. 
and they turn the lights on. And as soon as they turn the headlights on, I thought there's going to be a reveal, but no, we don't get a reveal. Um, but this is where Brian like lets it drop that Uncle Bob said he saw something here way back in the day. And they say it sounds like there's something crying out there. Yeah. Yeah. And it does. It sounds like a a very guttural kind of wail where it's just like mourning, something in mourning, but also like very, very angry at the same time. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Now, we forgot to mention that when they hit the thing, they were recording. And when you play it back, oh yeah, there's kind of like a blurry image of something kind of bigger walking on the side. And didn't that look to you like, um, I don't know if it was Cro-Magnon or Neanderthal, but like in one of those, uh, in one of those drawings of like where they're like, okay, this is what early early humans looked like, and With, it kind yeah. of it kind of looked like that. With the big brow and everything. Yeah, it's like the big forehead and the big brow and just like covered in hair. Right, exactly. Yes, I totally, totally agree with you. So we're just going to forget all that. Like, that's not a big deal. Like, I would have been freaked out by that. I totally forgot to mention that earlier, but that would have like sent me into like a tizzy. Yeah, I would, I would like after seeing that, I'd be in the car, be like, let's get the hell out of here. There is definitely something wrong. Totally, totally. Yeah. So. Now it's daytime, and basically, I'm getting the impression that they've kind of come up there to do, like, bike stunts and stuff, and maybe that's part of the YouTube channel, maybe? Maybe, yeah. So, yeah, so we've got Todd, and we've got Matt, and they're doing, like, their little bike stunts, like, off this kind of, like, little hill cliff thing into the water, and the girls are in their little, uh, they're tubing it, and they're just, you know having fun doing their thing there's like a little rope swing in like a uh yeah. tire rope swing and everything and uh we do get ryan or brian butt um <laughs> yeah why is he walking around naked <laughs> yes because he doesn't have any kind of relationship with any of these people that would be sexual right right very weird very weird um and were they all skinny dipping at that point or was he just like no, the only I one walking around just, naked him i think it was just him and i will say this if you're gonna go nude go all the way don't walk around in your dumbass black tennis shoes <laughs> i didn't even notice tennis shoes <laughs> i'm like you're a nerd and a half sir <laughs> i'm like whatever um i will i will be honest with you he had the beard but I find his personality so cloying that yeah. I didn't even care. Because he I, was, I didn't even care. He was kind of like the dumbass from Cloverfield, you know? He was. I just, I, and I, I'm not, uh, nothing against the actor because that was his character. Clearly he was supposed to be this cloying person. Right. Uh, but I just, like, I, I didn't care that he was nude. I didn't want to see him nude because I just hated the character so much. <laughs> Immediate turnoff for Mark. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I just want to bash this person in the head myself. So now, making him even creepier, Todd and Liz have gone off into the woods for a little bit of, like, alone time. Yeah. And he starts creeping on him and recording things, but then he like spies something further, like off in the distance by the ridge. Yeah. So, now, did they hear? 
did they hear the thing by the ridge or did they hear Brian like reacting to the thing on the ridge? Brian creeping and that freaks Todd out and he takes a little memory card and everything. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't know. I just, the character I find so grating. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's just like a, he's basically like, like I said, like the dumbass from Cloverfield who would not get out from behind the camera thinking he has to film everything. And then like saying the dumbest stuff, just being really annoying. Right. Exactly. So now we get him smoking pot, getting high and I'm not judging anybody, but he's smoking pot, getting high, which in this situation, I don't think that that would be the wisest choice. That's just me saying this, but he's decided that this is the angle that his YouTube channel is now going to take. He's going to capture this Bigfoot on film. So all of his attention now is honed in on this cryptid. He is on a quest for Bigfoot. On a quest. And then he makes that comment that they should be friends because he's hairy too, like Bigfoot. (laughs) Yes. And he spies the footprint and everything. And he's talking more about his uncle and everything. Um, So we're really amping up the camera footage now. Um, And he's also like set cameras up all around their cabin so we can get, you know, views from around the cabin. And that also allows the filmmaker, Mr. Sanchez, to like use like the time elapsed photography, you know, to show day to night and everything to get us to the nighttime at the cabin. Yeah. So now it's like 1.37 a.m. in the morning and we've got high Ryan's high and he's sleeping like outside. Right on the hammock, which I wouldn't be doing that either. No, no, I would not. I. This is the part where I would either be inside of the car or in the cabin. Yeah, I would not be outside of a hammock. So he's like making like so he hears noises and he starts like making noises to like, I guess what call it forward to like interact with Bigfoot. I, you know, I don't know what he's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> he's clearly and he's, high and he thinks he's like doing the Bigfoot mating call or something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And this is where Dora comes out and she's like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm just like trying to like, you know, uh, capture this on film. So it'll be like as big as the next alien. It'll just be like the next alien autopsy and I'll become famous. And she's like, well, we're all trying to sleep. <laughs> could you, <laughs> could you, keep could it you down? yeah, shut up. <laughs> so he's on the hammock and then he like falls off it to the ground. And then that's where the guys like open fire on him with like paintball guns. Yeah. And he freaks out because he thinks it's actually Bigfoot, but then it's just the two of them being jerky. But then they hear screams from the forest and they all freak out and run inside. Mm -hmm. And he totally deserved that paintball prank, by the way. Oh, totally, 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 totally. With a real gun. Hello. (laughs) It took me a minute to register that. (laughs) Um, So now they're all inside and they've turned off the lights and like, Liz like wants out now. <laughs> She's yeah. like, let's go right now. And Todd's like, this would not be the best time to do that. Did that um, remind you of Boggy Creek right there when they're like, I hear something out there. Shut off the lights. And, oh, yeah. And they're all like milling about inside of the home, you know, just like looking out the window to see what they can see because there is clearly some stuff going down out there. 
to me, this felt like, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but this makes it seem like someone who was exposed to Boggy Creek and they're like, that was fine, but I want it more. Yeah. And they're like, okay, I'm going to give you what that film promised, but didn't deliver on. (laughs) Right. There's going to be a lot of Bigfoot killings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's, you are going to get Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where they make it drop that they're in East Texas, because I didn't know where this took place until they said that. Yeah, I didn't know either. Yeah. So um, now, like you said, we hear these on the porch and everything. Um, and this is where there's that open blind a little bit. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then there's a the camera flash and it reveals that big snarling mouthful of teeth like right outside the glass. That Which I head, thought was an amazing reveal. That head was gigantic. I would have shit my pants. It. Oh, I man. loved it so much. <laughs> yeah. And there's a, like, he peppers the, like, the Bigfoot facial expressions throughout. Like, especially in the dark. Like, this guy is a master of, like, having things just barely visible and still scaring the crap out of you. Now, I will say this, too. I also feel like this is a... um. Like what I said about Boggy Creek, I also feel like this is uh, an an interesting response to the Blair Witch because the Blair Witch was very restrained in what it did not show you, what it implied, but it didn't show you hardly anything. It was all very implied. Whereas this one, he like, he knows how to imply things, but then he also follows, follows through more with like, you know, showing you the creature and things like that. Yeah, you get that delivery. Yes, yeah. I, I I thought this movie very well handles the juxtaposition of the two. Um, so you got the couple inside, they're freaking out, and then this is where Brian cracks the window a little bit, which I'm thinking again, no, don't do that. He is <laughs> clearly you, the idiot of the group. Oh, clearly, clearly. And then you hear that, like, way in the forest is kind of like crashing things around and everything. Yeah. Which is going to pay off by morning because... This is when they all decide to go out on their bikes and they find that their vehicle is completely demolished. <laughs> How did you see the tree sticking out? Yeah, he like the creature has rammed a giant tree right through the windshield. Like yeah. they, that car is no longer of service to these people. Nope, <laughs> they're not going to be able to drive that out of here. Yeah. And that's when like, the, especially like Dora, she's like, we got to get back. And they all just like book it back to the cabin. Um, and that's when they also say, we'll just wait for your uncle. And then they have to fess up that no one's coming because no one knows we're here. Which I would have flipped out to being privy to that knowledge. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because then it's like, oh, nobody whatsoever knows. So if we get killed out here by whatever's lurking in the woods, um, we're not going to be found for quite some time. Yeah, like at all. There'd be no there would be no reason, zero reason whatsoever for anyone to even think you were there. Why would they think this? Right. Yeah. You're just SOL. Um, So Matt, the older brother of Brian, the moron. decides the only way for them to get out of this situation is to head to higher ground in order to receive cell service. So he's going to take off on his bike. And of course, Brian straps the GoPro to his helmet because, you know, 
That's Which, where your priorities are going to be. Yeah, you don't um, need that GoPro. Just yeah. get on the bike and get the hell out of there. Right. And so, like, you know, um, Todd wants to do it, but Matt's like, you don't even know these woods. I know the woods, you know. Which I would have been like, let's all send Brian. <laughs> he, yeah, he likes the GoPro and uh, and uh, yeah, he knows these woods. Yeah, let's send Brian. Um, but honestly, no, he would have been like, I to me, you would not rely on this character whatsoever. You wouldn't, you wouldn't count on him to give you the correct time of day, let alone like save your life. So yeah, Matt's gonna head out on the bike. Um, oh, and I hate when they switched it to that first person view. I got such a headache. Oh Ooh. yes, totally. Yeah. So what you have here is you've got Matt riding the trail, and while he's doing that, Todd and <laughs> Todd and the women are securing the place. Eventually, Todd's like, put down the camera and help us. So finally, Brian's like, you know, going to do something like proactive. And in the process of this, they discover, much like the Evil Dead, that their cabin possesses a trap door to a lower level. Oh, yeah. And it, see, I was ex- I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, dead by dawn in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> So downstairs, Todd discovers a rifle with bullets while Matt discovers he kind of gets a signal, but it's pretty shaky and he gets 911, but it breaks up. So also on the trail with Matt, there's just a Bigfoot standing there watching him, which is terrifying to Mark. Mm, Not only, yes, not only that, but um, apparently like, the brother, Matt, he's one of the fastest people on a bike, but the the angry Bigfoot was keeping pace with him fairly well. Yeah, so he decides to take off on his bike. He's also got his uncle on the phone now. He's called Bob instead of 911 just to let him know where they are, which was kind of smart on Matt's part because, you know, 911, I don't think they can always track, especially back then. I don't think they could always track like cell phone pings like where you are, especially up in something like that. But yeah. Uncle Bob will know exactly where you are. So right, he's cutting in and out say. on Uncle Bob. And this Bigfoot is freaking keeping pace with him <laughs> running kind of like beside the bike, which is a horrifying image, I think. It is. It's like you've got a giant, hairy, angry creature um, just like ready to rip your head off almost. Oh, yeah. It's horrifying. So eventually this creature just like swipes Matt like right off the bike. And so his leg is severely injured and you hear this like scream in the distance and he's like back on his bike and freaking out. But the creature's like super close, but then it's like gone. And then you get that attack and then his camera is just like broken and you see that big giant like Bigfoot foot stop down right in front of the camera. Right. And I thought he was dead at that point. Oh, you and I did both, my friend. Yeah. As I think we were supposed to. Right. Don't you believe? Yeah. yeah, for the for the big reveal later on, I think. Yes, exactly. Um, that he was taken as a Bigfoot's lover. <laughs> Bigfoot's uh, lover. He's he's going to be the the surrogate. Um, right. The surrogate baby Bigfoot. Right. <laughs> and the breastfeeding scene was so hard to take. Oh yes, um, that was <laughs> that was very difficult to get through. <laughs> uh, now Dora, in my mind, is being super optimistic which i'm like girl you're in denial 
Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and this is where, like, all of a sudden, Brian becomes super apologetic. He's, like, just apologizing about everything, and he's super sorry. Um, and he, this is when Todd's like, we need to get inside because it's it's getting dark soon. So and, we have we already seen the part where the bike went came flying onto the... This is when that happened. Okay, okay. They are heading in, and all of a sudden, <laughs> out of nowhere, Matt's bike, like, flies and hits the side of the cabin <laughs> Jesus which Christ. i'm like holy fulci we're in some deep feces here yeah yeah <laughs> that was, it's just like you tried to get away here's yeah. uh here's what's left of your brother yeah yeah so they're all inside freaking out trying to block the doors and we get more of that time elapsed so it's nighttime again so We've got Dora totally upset, which, you know, I understandably would be too. And Liz is trying to comfort her. Mm -hmm. And then you get more of the port porch noises and the lights begin to flicker. And this is when Todd figures out that the creature's messing around with the generator. So I thought that was the, I actually didn't. Okay, I must have missed that part. I thought they were like flicking the, trying to shut the lights off, but they were so scared that they kept flicking them back on. Yeah, no, it was the generator. Okay. So Todd says, it, Todd's like, the generator. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's like effing with us. So he's got the girl, the gun drawn, and the, um, Dora has like that poker, which I'm like, you've got to be close to that creature to use a poker. He just ripped your arm off while you held the poker. Like, yeah. that's not going to help you at all. Um, and I so was thinking a, that I hope it doesn't take all of them to load that rifle. Right. right. <laughs> and Liz is like, shoot it, shoot it. Uh, so it gets all quiet. And then this is where you get the creature like starts coming through that window. Yeah. And they all run to the bedroom and they barricade the door with that. Like, it's almost like a cabinet. Yeah. And they hear it. So now it's come through the room they were just in and it's. Like on the other side of the room, we believe. So the men are holding the cabinet and the two girls have become useless. <laughs> Pretty much. Like they have just oh, become helpless and they're cowering like against the wall, kind of like in the corner. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure what exactly like. So the creature has like, has he punched through the wall? I think so. Um all right, I don't exactly know the layout of the house because it's very, it got very weird when they moved from room to room. Like first he's in the window or behind a door. And then this is where he grabs uh, Elizabeth by the face, right? Yeah, and it's like, to me, it looked like he just punched through the paneling. Yeah, that that's what I thought too. It was either yeah. the door or a wall, yeah. Like, there was no window involved. Would you no, agree? No window. Yeah. Okay. Nope. Yeah. So I, okay. So like you said, this is the flimsiest cabin known to man. So he's like punched through and it, to all intents and purposes, it looks like she's dead now. It does. This, yeah. Cause she got ragdolled like crazy. Man. Oh yeah. And so this Yeti is clearly mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's mad as hell and not going to take it. So, um, oh wait, didn't Todd also fire off a shot? I think so, because isn't yes, that when we saw like the, the bedroom door? Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes, that's right. Okay, so he fired off a shot. I think that's why the Yeti's pissed, because the Yeti let out a screen that was actually hit by the gunfire. Yeah. I believe. Okay, sorry about that. So now the, they all take off, and they drug 
which I don't think I would have done because she looked dead. But they drug Liz with them, and they're all four now in the underground basement thing. Yeah, the Evil Dead cellar. Yeah. So <laughs> they're all underneath there, and you hear the Bigfoot stomping all around. He's clearly, or it's clearly, you know, mad as heck, and it's not going to take it anymore. <laughs> so Eduardo, the filmmaker, keeps showing us that there's a little divide in the floorboards. Right. So there's a little light shining down and they can see upwards. But as audience members, you're going to figure out that, hey, if they can see upstairs, that creature is going to be able to see downstairs. Oh, hell yeah. It goes both ways. Yep. And sure enough, Liz, who they should have left for dead because she was their downfall, starts making noise and they try to try to quiet her down and that <laughs> draws the attention of the pissed off Sasquatch and he realizes that they're underneath him. Yep. And then you see the eye through the floorboards, which oh, is yeah, very exactly. unnerving. Now, I don't know about you, but I would have not hidden right underneath the stairs like Dora did. Cause to me, I'm like, you're in the worst place ever. Yeah, he could grab you by the hair and just yank you up. Oh, yeah. No, no, I would have not hid there. So Todd is basically over there with uh, Liz and he's firing like upwards is that creature is just pounding the trap door open. Like, yeah, it's just banging it. The, either it's trying to show us that that thing is super strong or that wood is like really, really old and rotten because uh, yeah. it was almost like just paperboard being broken through. Yeah, no, it was, I, don't you think it was a little bit of both? Yeah, probably because that cabin did not look very stable. Yeah. No, not at all. And the creature looked pretty darn intimidating. Like it, you didn't want to mess with this thing. Oh, true. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So we've got Dora, like, kind of like checking in on Liz and everything. And um, it's daytime. So they all decide to head up and out, you know, out of the uh, safety of the basement which I don't know how safe that'd be. Cause I'm also like, if he got down there, you are done for, you are trapped. Like you can't run. You're done for. Yeah. You, you can't run past him because he's going no. to grab somebody. Yeah. And also as big as that thing was, if it like jumped, it would F up the steps. Oh shit. Yeah, that's true. That is like true. jumped to land the steps. You're just like your exit strategy is just done. Yeah, you're trapped down there with it. Yeah, you're just going to be picked off. It's just a matter of like what order you die. Yeah. So the upstairs is a mess, but there's also kind of big puddles of blood on the floor, which makes Todd think that he may have possibly killed it. If it bleeds, we can kill it. All right. So <clears throat> this is where they are at outside. It's basically. Uh, Brian and Dora and they like discovered the bike and now they're like kind of piecing together. It's I, I think they're almost in denial, but they're like, Oh, this must be Matt's bike. I'm like, yeah, no duh. Um, and they leave a note for Mike letting him know that they're going to head on, which I'm like, mm, whatever. And then they ask if they're going to take, Liz's body and then Todd's like no I'll come back for it later because she's clearly died in the night which is smart because it's going to slow you down having to drag a dead body just you know just for um 
So you can bury it somewhere. Oh, exactly. But Rob, if we're ever in this situation, you better strip me nude, <laughs> prop me up on all fours so that the minute someone comes, Bigfoot or the ambulance people, they are faced eye to butthole with you. <laughs> you can leave me. You don't have to take me, but I ask you to do that for me. That's my dying wish. Okay. I'll make sure <laughs> I, I do that. <laughs> thank you. So he, at first I thought he took the camera off the helmet, but that never comes into play. So I don't know like what he did with it. That's what I thought too. I thought he took the okay. camera. Yeah, but then I, as far as I could tell, nothing came to play with that unless he just pocketed it and he's going to like play it later, I guess. Yeah, maybe because I don't remember what came about after that. Like there yeah. was no, um, there was no like rewinding of footage to see what, what happened. Right. Oh, exactly. Okay. Thank you for that. Because uh, you know what? You're my go-to guy with questions on these things because sometimes I'm not clear either. So I like to run this by you. Yeah, so we, again, we both pick up each other's slack there. Yeah, you know? thank you. So it's established again. There's no cell phone service. And they're trying to find like, uh, it, was it the 212? It's like an exit out of there. But for some reason, Todd and Dora decide to put their faith in Brian, who's just positive that he knows the place better. And he knows like a shortcut through the forest better than staying on the main road. Yeah, I which I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no. Um, so they've kind of gotten like a little bit deeper into the thicket, and that's where you hear the Yeti scream and everything. Um, and Brian reiterates again that we did something to it, which I'm like, you know, this you have this information, like you're sticking to this. Why would you choose to get off the main road? Like, I would still because I'm thinking. Even if no one knows you're there, if there is a main road, mm -hmm. you're more likely for someone to see you than you traipsing through the forest. Not only that, but okay, so he says we did something to it. Now, I don't remember him showing the footage of um, seeing the creature, you know, while they were in the car, that big blurry image that we saw at almost the beginning of the film. So it was just, he's the only one who was privy to that. No yeah, one else I think he's the that. only okay. one who saw that. Gotcha. Which also, again, sounds par for, for the course with Brian, because um, he's a, an idiot. <laughs> so this is where they stumble across. Um, Dora finds like Matt's bag and then she starts screaming for him, which I'm like, shush. Yeah. Don't call attention to yourself. No, 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 no. And then um, they come across his helmet, I believe. Right. Yep. They find his helmet. And then they are pretty much realized that no, like he's not made it. And she just starts screaming, which I'm like, shut the woman up. <laughs> they have, uh, well, she has resigned herself to his death. Yes. And now it's darkness is approached. They, they all decide that it's safe to just cram their bodies underneath a little tiny bridge, which I'm like, no, oh, that was a bridge. I was like, where, um, where did they find a plank of wood <laughs> to go sit under? Um, yeah. I yeah, didn't know it, that was a bridge. Okay. Yeah. It's a little itty bitty bridge. And then, so they're basically laying like side by side by side. So like they got Todd, but Todd's head is basically at Dora's feet. Dora's in the middle. And then um, Brian's head is next to Dora's head. So it's like, you know, Todd can look one way and the other two can look the other way. Yeah. So basically watch their demise because that's going to serve no 
safety measures whatsoever when that creature decides to just rip your part you you apart right right and then we see brian doing like an extra dumb move where he almost lights up the joint yeah and she like gives him the side eye i'm like you know like so if that light doesn't show up you know bigfoot's gonna be like what's that smell right he's gonna find you yeah yeah so They're laying there and they start hearing noises in the forest. And like before this, Todd's like, where is this 212? Like, where where the hell are we? Where are we going to get out of here? And then this is when like Todd is snapped. He's had enough of this BS. He just wants the whole thing over. He jumps to the bridge. He starts like taunting the Yeti, which I'm like, even though you've got a gun, you don't want to taunt the Yeti anymore. Um, and <laughs> didn't he remind you of Jennifer Love Hewitt? And I know what you did last summer. Here I am. Come and get me. Are you body shaming him? Because his breasts were not that big. <laughs> <laughs> um, they just oh, need we, that over, that yeah, we overhead just, shot of him spinning. Yeah. And then, and then like a rainstorm <laughs> coming. <Right. down. laughs> um, but no, instead he gets, or the bridge gets pummeled by like the Yeti starts throwing these giant rocks at him at the bridge. Yeah. Which I'm like, that's smart on your part, Mr. Yeti. Did you notice that they were coming from different directions? And so at that point, I was like, oh, there's more than one out there. Yeah. Or this this creature is super fast. Oh, that too. Yeah. He could like teleport. Yeah. Well, you know, that's a theory some people hold. I don't want to get all this, but some people hold that they're like (laughs) interdimensional beings. Um, But anyway, so they all decide that they just got to retreat because they're going to be plummeted to death with these things. And at one point, the gun even jams like really fast, but they all like take off running the woods and then they spy that deserted trailer. Yeah. Which comes into play a little later. Yeah. They don't don't go in it right away, right? No, because they hear a man's screams. Oh, yes. And I thought, okay, here. All right. Here I am on my notes. I thought at that point, like the Yeti learned to impersonate a person. And it was okay. pretending to Thank- be Matt. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you said you've seen Annihilation. Um. Yes, I did. So I thought, are you doing that weird bear shit to these kids? <laughs> Remember how the bear like mimicked the girl's voice it had killed? Yeah. I thought, are you doing the same thing? Yeah. I thought that'd be uber creepy if they fell for that. And that's what was happening. But no. So they see this like totally like upended tree oh i was just gonna ask you about that like that tree uprooted and then planted upside down yeah like so they're dealing with something super strong um and then it okay so stay with me here so then they see this like underground kind of like tunnel nest thing which totally reminded me of the end of predator yes yep okay thank you okay which like for, for Predator, for those people that know, don't know what I'm talking about, there's a part where Arnold is trying to like lead the Predator into this. Like it's like almost like roots of a tree of like entwined and stuff. And, and, it, and it's got like knives and like, spikes hanging in there and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But there's no knives or spikes, but it just reminded me of that like wooded part where all the like trees, it like kind of like wrapped around themselves and like it just like leads downward underground. Yeah. Which I'm like, I'm not going further like i would not go down there um well if like you said you know maybe tom Selleck's trapped naked (laughs) but normally i wouldn't go down there um if ryan reynolds was down there you would risk your life yeah i would go down there naked um (laughs) 
But if you're like Ryan Reynolds is trapped fully clothed, like in a turtleneck, I'm like, oh, sorry, Ryan. What if he was um, dressed as Deadpool? Sorry, Ryan. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> even then. <laughs> I would come up with Deadpool's costume. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then Ryan would come out naked behind me. I'm like, I saved it, him. <laughs> um, anyway, so Ryan crawls down inside and there's like a little split thing. He's not sure which way to go. And then he kind of like spies Matt like laying there because Matt can't crawl out because the creature has smashed his limbs. His oh, legs. man. And that like, okay, when he got hurt on the bike, that looked pretty gruesome. But then when they showed both of his legs all smashed up like that, I, uh, I, I felt it. I really felt it. Now, let's go into this a little bit further. So you can't escape. I'm imagining it just smells repugnant down there. You're in close contact with these creatures. I would have lost my mind. I would have been insane. Like you would be, you would be rescuing an insane person with no clothes on. <laughs> Pretty much. I think, uh, yeah, it, and plus you're in shock from your legs being smashed. Um, yeah. Like I would, I would need like so much psychiatric help. I, I would never, I would not be the same functioning person I, I was before I yeah. went on this trip ever. You, ever. you would have layers of PTSD, man. They would have to peel so it like an onion. Trauma. So much trauma. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I love this scene because it's horrifying. The Yeti's giant face yes in the, in the dark exit. Oh in the my dark god. Oh, oh my man. god like Horrifying. all you see is you can just make out like an angry looking eye and then some teeth and, yeah. and it's just like yeah I, I i'm good i've had enough yeah huh so anyway so so matt's yelling shoot it so uh ryan or brian does and he's got to drag matt out because he can't get himself out so the way they were filming this, like we're looking, you know, because it's like the little GoPro thing. And it's basically Brian and everyone kind of looking down on Matt's body being drug out. Yeah. And which I oh, what, that was confusing to me because I was like, where are these people? How deep is this underground lair? Um, you know, where where the hell are we right now? Because I don't know. I'm confused. So the way that it was being shot, the way Mr. Sanchez had set this up, I thought for sure. It was going to give us that false sense of uh, security and we were going to get Matt just about out. And then he was body was going to get yanked back in there. I really thought that's where this was going to go. Ooh, or yanked in half. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that Brian was that strong, <laughs> but that would have been good too. Um, but no, they get him out. So the four of them, make it back to that trailer they had spied earlier. You with me? Yep, I'm with you. Okay, all right. Um, so then it's now morning and they are in the trailer and Todd is like, hey, I've still got these fireworks. If I can set the fireworks off, they're going to know where we are. It's going to help them rescue us. So he oh, decides because, yeah, because at this point in time, uh, the uncle, they actually get a hold of him and the, uh, they talk to him that, and the uncle is at the cabin. Yes. Um, yes. And so by him setting the fireworks off, they're going to the uncle is going to know where they are. So that leaves basically 
crippled Matt, Dora, and then useless Brian. Yeah, useless Brian. Like in the trailer. Put the okay? camera down and go out and help you, fool. Right. So Todd takes off. He's lighting the fireworks. We get that little thing where they're not going to work at first. We're like, no, but then they do go off and we're like, okay, so it almost, it's almost like a false ending in a way. Yeah. Cause you're like, Hey, maybe they're going to get out of this, but no, <laughs> cause I love this scene. Oh yeah. So there's Bigfoot this, comes running like a linebacker, man. All this billowing smoke from the fireworks and Right through that smoke, like you said, Bigfoot just shoots out right at Todd <laughs> through that smoke. And it's scary as shit. Like, it is. <laughs> it's a good jump scare. It made me wince, um, especially when uh, Bigfoot, you know, flung flung Todd. Like, Oh, yeah. So, like, Todd's trying, like, I think he can't even quite get into the trailer. So, he's almost trying to get underneath the trailer. Yeah. But Bigfoot's having none of that shit. He just throws Todd <laughs> into the side of the trailer. Ooh. And like hearing that wet smack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then so he drags him off and basically just stomps him to death. Didn't he throw him against a tree and like you see the camera breaking? Yeah, it's just all disgusting. Yeah. So <laughs> now. Oh, wait. And now I'm sorry. This is. And then he does that. And this is where he throws him against the side of the trailer. I'm sorry. I did that out of work. OK. So oh, okay. now with this is where you see that shadow of Bigfoot through the window of the trailer. Yeah. And then they realize that Bigfoot is now pushing the trailer to the side of the cliff. I would have took my chances outside of the trailer. Well, they're trying to like Brian is trying to get mad out of everything, um, but they they're not able to do it. And you see the tum like from inside the trailer is tumbling and they did a really good job with that, I thought. Oh, yeah. So Brian's injured, Matt's completely dead. And then you see Dora is like been pinned and she's not quite dead, but she doesn't look like she's all that with it either. Oh, like she's coughing up no. blood and she's breathing really heavy. And I was so sad. I was like, no, <laughs> don't kill the only cute girl in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and I love this thing too. So the door is now open from the fall and you just see from the air, this Yeti dropping down onto the, the trailer. That's insane. Like the those parts made this movie like it gave it the tension that made me like very nervous for these people at this point in time <laughs> because he is relentless. He's not giving oh, yeah. up. No, this sucker means business. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Brian gets away, he starts running, the creatures following him. Brian falls to the ground and now the like Yeti is like lean basically over him screaming and Brian's doing that like trick with bears, which you're not supposed to do anymore, but play dead. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, is the Yeti retreating? Cause it kind of moves out of like the camera shot. Yeah. It, well, it looked like it was hitting him on the chest to see if it was dead and then hitting him on the side of the face to see if like he would wake up. But um, Brian was he was a very method actor doing that. He's like, yeah. I, I'm not going to open my eyes for you. <laughs> um, yeah. So he thinks he's safe. Yeah. But no, what he's doing, actually, is he is being drug away by his feet. That's why the Yeti's out of camera shot, because now he's got Brian's feet and he's pulling him away. Yeah. So 
what the Yeti is now doing is lining up the other corpses of everybody next to Brian. Yeah. And we don't know why yet, but we're about to find out. Uh, yes. So Brian now like kind of like comes to, he was like unconscious. He wakes up, he's coughing and everything. And then this is where he spies his, his brother and his, his friends and everything all like lined up next to him. And there's all these flies, like the dead fly noise was like on point. Yeah. That buzzing was crazy. <laughs> but he's also seeing for the first time the corpse of a younger dead Yeti. And it's almost like a funeral, like uh like arrangement around the Yeti. Like there's these wood things like sticking up around the Yeti's body corpse. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like a, like a shrine kind of grave type thing. Exactly. Yeah. And now like Brian has clearly lost it. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause he's like, I didn't know. And then Bigfoot is kind of pushing his face like you do or like people used to do with dogs that would poop on the carpet or something. Yeah. Like he's forcing him down. Like you're yeah. going to acknowledge what you did. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden you hear gunfire and it's uncle Bob <laughs> and he shot at the creature and the two of them take off running and you hear the Yeti scream and they're running for Bob's truck. Yeah. But all of a sudden uncle Bob is jumped. And so he's out of the picture. Uh, Bob is not going to be leaving in one piece. He's dead. So Brian is now confronting like the basic bloody Bigfoot and he's apologizing again. And he just lays the gun down. Like he's almost like I'm done with the violence. I'm just going to accept my punishment. I'm, I'm over all this. Yeah. And uh, which is, I can understand it, but at first I thought he was going to shoot himself. Oh, interesting. That never entered my head. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Because, you know, he turned his back and then he's like closing his eyes. And I was like, is he going to, is he going to shoot himself in the face? Uh, What's happening here? But like, then I realized, oh, he's, he's resigning himself to like whatever fate that the Sasquatch has. It's like, okay. Um, And I love, I love the shot too, because he's like, like you said, he's turned his back, but over his shoulder, you kind of see like the Yeti and the Yeti looks like, the actor's like really good at like it without verbally doing it, like expressing his emotions. The Yeti too looks like, you know, like he's aggravated and he's Mm -hmm. over it. And he's just like, he's just conveying all this stuff. And he's just in the background over his shoulder. And finally he just kind of like is gone from the picture. Yeah. Walks right away. Yeah. And then you hear the thunder and everything. And then it's just rain dropping. And then you get the camera on the truck and this, the title comes up, uh, exists. Yeah. And holy cow, that, that, the tension in this movie, man, it was just like uh shaky camera and dizziness all aside. The, the tension in this movie was high. Oh yeah. I, I, uh, kudos to Mr. Sanchez. I think he did an excellent job. Now I want to say this. We don't know for a fact that Brian lives. Are you assuming that the Yeti stopped and let him go? Um, I'm assuming that Yeti let him go, but like there were a whole family of them. So the other ones may have wanted like everyone dead. Hmm. Yeah, Um, I wondered that. I do wonder that because it doesn't really for sure tell you. I just want to get your spin on it. Like, yeah, 
Or did the Yeti like walk around so he could go back to the front of him and face him before he killed him? No, I'm assuming that that one that had gotten shot was like just, he was like, I'm done with all this. He's like, okay, I've been shot at. Uh, We've chased you through the woods. Uh, I've shown you what you've done. And you seem to be like, you know, empathetic toward what happened. Maybe you didn't understand it, but, you know, you're... You're you're not trying to fight me anymore, so mm-hmm. you're yeah. you get to live, you know that kind of thing. And if you want to pick it apart, obnoxious as he is, Brian was not the one who killed the the young Yeti. That right, would be Matt. He wasn't. He wasn't even driving. Wasn't even driving. Um, and I mean, if you're gonna do life for a life, five people are dead for this one young yeti yeah you know so maybe that's even i don't know i was just wondering i just want to get your spin on that because it does it is kind of ambiguous the ending doesn't for sure it doesn't show like him getting in the truck and driving away and going back to his life and uploading right. all this you know on you know so you don't really know a hundred percent that he got away i just well, want to get your spin on it even if he did get away he didn't get away unscathed so he's carrying like a ton of grief and mental scars with him to like, if he does happen to go back to civilization. Or is he, would he just get high and just, you know, like, <laughs> like live off all the money he got from all his footage? Oh shit. <laughs> it is Brian. Yeah. Um, you, you never know. Yeah. Okay. So I purposely, cause usually you and I talk about the movies before we record. And I did, did not ask you at all about this movie before we started. Did yeah. you like it? Oh, I did. I, it was, it was great, man. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I said, it was, it reminded me in many ways of like a mixture, like a, of Afflicted, you know, that movie that I was telling you about with the found footage thing. And then the, um, the legend of Boggy Creek, like there was a lot of elements of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the tension, I was not expecting there to be so much tension, but Kudos to the director because this movie had a lot of tension to it. And it actually had me like on the edge of my seat and I'm like, what's going to happen now? It's holy shit. Bigfoot just jumped onto a trailer that he tossed into a ravine or whatever. (laughs) So yeah, it was pretty wild. Awesome. And would you recommend it to our listeners? Oh, definitely. I would. This, this is a, this is a good movie. It's definitely a creature feature, would you not say? Absolutely, 100% creature feature. Okay, all right. So, number one, you do not know, like, I wish you could see, like, the Cheshire grin on my face. That makes me so happy that you like this. <laughs> um, I was hoping you would. I was hoping, because like I said, I had totally forgot about the whole, like, shaky cam thing. Um, I was hoping that you would be able to, if that was not your thing, that you'd be able to overlook that. Because um, I think this movie is just phenomenal i can't believe that more people don't talk about this movie um i i i just think it's incredible like like you said it's super tense it's got jump scares it's it's truly terrifying in a lot of things uh uh aspects you know setups yeah um the creature is top notch i think it's like they're not using the shaky cam because the effects aren't good you're not getting <laughs> No offense, but you're not getting like, you know, Boggy Creek's man in a gorilla suit. I mean, <laughs> this is really, really creepy, good Sasquatch effects here, people. Um, yeah, the 
like the effects, the visuals, they they went all out on that. Like the creature is believable. It doesn't oh, yeah. look, it doesn't look like a person in a gorilla suit. Like the makeup they did, the facial expressions on this guy, uh, Brian. I can't remember his last name. Uh, Brian Steele. Okay, Brian Steele. Yeah, his facial expression. I mean, he embodies like an angry, an angry Sasquatch. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty darn cool. Um, now, did you? I just this just now hit me. And I'm sorry, I'm derailing us. Did you look at the movie poster that they have posted on IMDb? Uh, with the upside down tree planted into the car. Uh, yeah, but then they've got the picture of the Bigfoot, like at the top corner. Oh yeah, yep. That looks like um, I forget the actor's name, but the one from Twin Peaks, but mainly from Silver Bullet, the priest turning into the werewolf from Silver Bullet. That's oh, what that looks like. Yeah, like mid does, mid transformation. Yeah. yeah, but the creature does not look like that it, at all in the movie. Not even close. Yeah, he no. doesn't resemble so, that. So don't go by that, people. Like the creature is way creepier in the movie, I think, than this picture. Yeah, this picture is shows a a non terrifying almost werewolf transformation. Yeah, don't go by that picture at all. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I also think it's very uh, clever. It does things that like you don't see. Well, you do now that we've ruined it for you, but you don't see coming. So mm-hmm. hopefully you you've watched it before you listen to us. Um, just the whole like <laughs> plum uh, uh, plumbing. Pl- no, plummeting down on top of that trailer just out of nowhere. That was just like, I remember that still has the same impact on me as it did the first time I saw it. That was just like, holy yeah. cow, that takes us to a whole different level. It does, you, like you can see the inside of the trailer as it's flipping down into whatever that was. Yeah, um, but when it, he jumps and lands on it, it's just like, holy cow, this creature is crazy. Yes, yeah, that, to, that was... That ramped up the tension right there because it's oh, like yeah. you would think just, that pushing them down inside a trailer would be enough. But no, this thing wants to like drag their bodies out and make sure that they atone for their sins. But it's just such a great scene. Yeah. I mean, it just like comes out of nowhere because you're like, what? And then you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. this is great. <laughs> you're it's definitely not great. expecting it. No, it's a really fun movie. Um. And if found footage, because it's not really found footage, it's more like the shaky cam. But if you're into that kind of thing, this will definitely check your box. If you're mm-hmm. into cryptids, this got you covered. Uh, Monster Kids will love this one. Um, it's, I say it's top notch as far as those, you know, all those different little boxes go. Like it's, you're not going to be disappointed. I'm, I'm surprised it's so low on IMDb. I really don't understand what people were wanting and not getting out of this. Right. Because I, I think it's really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And I would not give it a 5.2 out of 10. I would probably give it maybe a seven. Oh, I go higher than like, I love this thing. I wonder if it's, well, if people don't like the shaky cam or if it's the actual performance, because a lot of people can't, separate that but it's like this person is supposed to be obnoxious mm. you know what i mean like the character is an obnoxious character he's supposed to be an obnoxious character so he's doing what he's asked to do um do they have user reviews so we can see like what the people are saying about it and oh i probably if you look but i don't you know i don't want to take people's time up doing that they could read it too but yeah i don't i it's almost like see i love friday the 13th part three it's my favorite one but so many people hate that one because of the character Shelley, because he's so obnoxious. And I'm like, yes, but that doesn't detract from me loving the movie. Yeah, no, I think it makes it 
because like I said about the Cloverfield guy, <clears throat> it kind of gives you a um, point of view from that person who's being really irritating, but it doesn't really detract from the movie itself. It's just like, okay, this, I wish this guy would like shut up or get eaten by a monster. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but it's like, it, it doesn't make the movie suck. It's just like, okay, there's an annoying person in every group. Yeah. Now I do want to say this because I, I, I feel that some of our listeners are, are really here for like the eighties movies. Uh, and I'm, I, I, I totally uh, understand that I'm on board with that and everything. I know this is from 2014. I hope though that listeners will give this a try um, or did give it a try because it is really good guys. Like it's a really fun monster movie. I can't stress that enough to people. Like it makes me sad when movies like this aren't talked about or people don't know about. That's why I enjoy doing things like this so much. And I enjoy my Instagram account because yeah, I do love talking about movies that everyone knows, but I also like championing those films that like kind of like, got underneath the radar that no one knows about, but they really should. Yeah. And this is definitely one of those movies to me. I'm glad that you let me know about it because then I got the chance to watch it and I got a new movie that I enjoyed. So, you know, yeah, it's pretty kick, kick fuzzy, butt. (laughs) it's a win, win situation right there. Yeah. Um, So anyway, so I thank you for being open-minded to this one. I'm so happy you liked it. That makes my day. Um, so I guess next week, for uh, everyone's uh, knowledge, we are going to be doing Fright Night from 1985. Oh, and yeah. That's your pick. Fright yeah. Night, yeah. And I guess at some point we'll have to get around to the uh, the remake because, I mean, oh, David I Tennant, that's my homie, man. <laughs> yeah, I uh, love the remake. Yeah, the remake was really good. It, I, it, I'm lying to you. <laughs> oh, you are? Okay. i in my mind, you said remake. I was talking about the second one. I love Fright Night Part 2. Okay, Fright Night Part 2 with the same characters from the 80s, though, right? Yeah, I love that okay. one. Except for the girls different. Yeah, I love that one. But yeah, I'll do the remake with you, too. Yeah, I'd be happy to do whatever you want to do. Yeah, but I love Part 2. That's why, I'm sorry. That's why I was being so adamant about that one. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah. Uh, no, I yeah. meant like down the road sometime. First, oh, we'll, yeah. we'll do the original Fright Night. But yep. No, so you didn't like, uh, that was Colin Farrell, right? As uh, Jerry Dandridge. Oh, it was fine. I just don't like, like, I love part two. Like, I love part two. Fright Night Part Two is amazing. Yeah, I love that one. Now, did you watch the uh, Fright Night Part Two, the remake? Yes. Okay, what'd you think of that? I think I liked it okay. Okay, this is, uh, there's no, uh, this is Countess Bathory instead of um, the other one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so Rob, I have to be honest with you. Back in the eighties, I watched movies more than once a lot. Mm-hmm. Now there are so many movies out there. I usually don't watch movies more than once a lot because there's so many films I want to see. And my life is getting shorter. Oh, I hear you. And I feel the same way, too, because there were um, not even in the 80s, but even 15 to 20 years ago, I watched movies more than once. And now it just feels like I don't have enough time to there's like 
new movies that I want to see or things I want to do for the show. So it's like very difficult for me to sit down and rewatch a movie, you know? Yeah. So anyway, so when you ask me about films, if I ever, or like my, to the listeners, if I ever come off as lukewarm or something, don't take it that way. It's just that I may not have, um, as much, uh, remembrance of it as I do other films back Mm -hmm. from my earlier movie watching years, because I watched those like probably like some of the Friday 13th movies. It's probably like maybe triple (laughs) digits that I watched these things. Like I could put on sweaters and reenact all of Friday 13th for you if you wanted me to, or like leather, you know, jackets and stuff. And I could be every character, but anyway, I've gotten this way off point. We're going to be doing Fright Night from 1985. Yeah, Fright Night. We appreciate you joining us. If you would like to reach out to me, I am always on the Instagram account at Midnight Mass Creature Cast, and I'd be happy to interact with you. If you have like movies you want us to cover, just give us a shout out, a holler. Um, and then Rob takes care of the other end of things. Yeah, and that's the G- our Gmail, official Gmail account, the only one. Um, and like, if you just want to get in touch with both of us and you don't feel like going on Instagram or you don't have Instagram, that would be mmccpod at gmail.com. Right. And just for robots, um, that want to send Rob booby pictures, robots um, (laughs) on Instagram, I'm Mark and I'm gay. Um, I'm not Rob who is straight. Uh, if you send me booby pictures, they really don't do anything for me. Um, and I, I'm not Rob. So if you're wanting, if you're a robot with booby pictures and you want to get them to Rob, try the Gmail account. <laughs> the bot, I don't think bots use Gmail. <laughs> then, then bot with boobies, you're barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, I just I, want to say this. I think the bot with the booby pictures should be forwarded to Bobby Anthem. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll get those to him. <laughs> All right. Okay. So anyway, thank you for joining us. If you stuck with us this long, we love you more than you know. If you're new, rock on. We hope you you feel the need to join us in the future. Uh, Recording stopped. Oh, what was that? <laughs> that was the booby bot. She's oh, in the room with me. Jeez, no, uh, <laughs> we're hijacked. <laughs> we uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, and we hope that you see fit maybe to go back and listen to some other episodes. Um, and the more, the scarier. So thanks for being part of it. That's right. And until next time, stay spooky. Spooky.